You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room, presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into the Monday edition of Inside the Locker. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. I think in the 50s this morning. It's supposed to be around close to 80 degrees and sunny uh, today. So get out and enjoy this great weather. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Twitter accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for our show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download that Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. It is, if it has to last, it has to be tough. Withstand the elements year after year. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand. Pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. For a project that stands up against Mother Nature's best, be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine, the lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get only the best for your next backyard project. Remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. With that said, I'll get that into the show. Good morning, Dad. How was the weekend? Oh, it's okay, Barry. How are you? Good. Good. We had our banquet last night, and I think I spoke too long. I daboed them last night. Uh, so Jenny was all over me about how long I spoke last night. So oh, my, uh, I had a lot to say, but anyway. I got a lot to say today. I was going to tell a rough story about changing my because I know you don't like me to tell stories. No, I I, no, no I'm, I, I, if they call in and say, went tell it, I'll tell it. Tell what story? I think it's a rough story, but because they had, last night they had the SEC network thing on with Dale. Well, we, I was on there some, Dale Brown, and mostly Dale Brown, Kentucky. Anyway, you know I'm a big I'm a big tournament guy. I, I like I like the tournament, and I, I think the tournament is important uh, more so than you do. But uh, I, I uh, to, to some teams to, to to some teams that uh, won't play. Anyway, UAB won by two. Houston beat Memphis. Memphis a good Houston couldn't beat Alabama. They're not good enough to beat Alabama. I looked at them like yesterday. They beat they beat Memphis two. Purdue is number one seed in, in the Big Ten. And they beat Illinois and Indiana. They beat Michigan, UCLA, beat Illinois, uh, Arizona. Uh, folks, uh, the ladies from the Gamecocks, 32-0. They won their seventh SEC title. They are so far ahead of all the other ladies of the Earth 13 teams in the league. It's, it's, it's a pretty big gap. Most of the time, basketball is a game where you lose some, win some. That's just the way it is. I looked at some of the writings that people wrote after the Alabama game when they got beat. That's stupid. You guys who say something bad, that's stupid. That's, that's stupid. Look, Alabama in basketball goes 16-2. and two. Thirteen other teams didn't do that. So don't be getting on there and complaining about this team or that team. 16-2 is great. And I don't think the league was 
whatever, whatever. But that's it, it, great. So don't get on that. The, the same people that get on here and do that are the ones that try to fill out their bracket, and they don't know who beat who. They don't know jack crap about basketball. Support them, but don't get on there and write stupid stuff. About I don't ever read that. For some reason, it came up on my on my TV, on my iPad last night or yesterday or whenever it was, and it's just it's just stupid stuff. So don't don't do that. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, Texas Tech coach has said something sensitive to insensitive. Insensitive to I, I told old Darby Rich. I sent Darby Rich. I said, "What well, good thing I didn't fuss at y'all." He sent me back a little picture of me I'm crying, laughing so hard. I don't know what he said. I didn't say anything, ever say anything like that. But I, I you know, I fussed out pretty good. Purdue's number one seed. I told you uh, we had Miami's t- coach on the other day. He's number one seed in the ACC. Um, Nate James, who worked for Coach K for thirteen years, got the job at Austin P. And after two years, he's eighty-eight and out the gate. And um, so that's that's the way it, that goes there. Now, as far as uh, some other things. Arnold Palmer, God termed Arnold Palmer was the most beloved person ever. He didn't, he was, he was a guy that played hard. Uh, his wife, Winnie, met her. She's going up the steps one day and he saw her and married, ended up married her. Kurt, uh, uh, I'm not going to say it. Academy, Academy, I, I pronounced it, worked on it last night, but he won it. Uh, and, and McElroy and Harris English and, Cantley and Spieth were all fighting to get it, get it, and he went by had a great had a great putt on the last hole. Catamar uh, Catamar is close, but that's not quite right the way I did it. But uh, if you talk about people who look, and that's the reason all the money he walked in one time, and there were two kids with with things in their nose, dying or having not really good shape, and he turned to the nurses and he said, "We can be, we can do better than this." And brother, they have ever since. That's the reason I, I think the uh, the PGA is so darn important to get people that uh, want to help other people. Um, I'll say this to you: I'm, I'm just jumping around. A and M's a better a better team than we think they are, uh, and I thought they were. They play hard. He does a good job. He played Alabama the right way. The little press that he had was very good. I went. They went to the line a bunch of times, but they made them all, and that was the difference in the game. Uh, Alabama's won for 19 in the first half and didn't shoot it very well. But Alabama had an outstanding year, so um, can't, can't say much about that. Um, let's see where I got it. Uh, you go ahead. Barry and I, I hopefully, uh, Joe's not here. Barry and I are going to pick the teams. Barry's going to pick, and I'm going to pick. Barry probably beat me, but I'm going to pick them against him. I think that'll be fun for us, and um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um I don't know really. Alabama uh, Sears has not had, had not played quite as well. I'm just jumping around. Griffith they played 17 minutes. Um, they, you know, but that's not anything about off the court. I don't think they just didn't play good. They, and they did a good job on Miller. Miller got a bunch of points, but at the same time, um, they uh, they uh, faltered. You know the guy that was that uh, Matt Patterson kid who was at TCU and lost his job and went to and went to uh, Texas. He's leaving, going back with his family. You know he made it. He he made a really good statement that I thought was good. He said since he was at Texas, he's learned. He said I learned as much as I contributed. 
boy, what a statement that was for a coach to say that. You know, he said he got in there with a with a different coach, helped him with the defense, tried to help him get beat Alabama, almost did. And he, he as he, he said, I may want to come back after a few months, but he said, I learned as much as I contributed. So, um, that's about all. I was looking to see what we did in the SEC tournament. SEC tournament, y'all. Here it is. I don't have it in front of me, but I, I, I've studied it. Barry already knows I studied that cotton picking thing all the time. Um, Alabama, Alabama is going to play the winner of Mississippi State and Florida. Uh, you would assume, and I would assume, and I don't know anything, but I would assume that that's, that's going to be a Florida. Alabama is in the top really? bracket. You think Florida? I mean, I, no, I'm sorry. It's going to be at Mississippi State. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Alabama's in the top bracket. Uh, Tennessee is in that bracket, but they are not. They're the fifth place team because they beat uh, Missouri, beat them, and, and they're up there with Missouri. So after Alabama plays at noon, I'll be up there. If they play at noon on Friday, whatever, if they win, they will probably, probably, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to guess, but they'll play Missouri or Tennessee probably. I would say one of those two teams. And, and so that, that's where they stand. And bottom bracket is Texas A&M. Better than we think. Uh, keep waiting for them to lose, but they never do. Worst draw down there was Arkansas and Auburn, I think it was. Auburn ended up a 7 and Arkansas ended up a 10. Uh, be a tough, hard-fought, struggling game. Sometimes when you play hard, it, that doesn't hurt you. You know, you talk about double buys. Double buys are better, but, you know, you can, it's okay. Uh, so Arkansas and Auburn are going to fight it out and play A and M. They can beat A and M. Arkansas's good. Auburn's decent, and so they'll they'll play A and M. On the bottom bracket, uh, Vanderbilt, who who's not going to have the big kid at all. He's not going to play this year anymore. Uh, so I hate, I hate that because I think he's a pretty good player. I can't even call his name, but anyway, he's not he's not going to be playing. But they're pretty quick and they're shooting it better. And, uh, they will, they will play the winner of LSU in Georgia. I don't know who that is. Don't care. And if they win that game, then they will play Kentucky. So Kentucky would have a, sh- a pretty good, decent shot. They've beaten Kentucky. has beaten Vanderbilt, if I recall, twice. They beat them at, at Vanderbilt in a hard game. Kentucky would be playing either Arkansas or Texas A&M, whoever. Alabama would be up at the top bracket. So, uh, I've talked enough to Barry. That's it. You got a lot to say, didn't he, this morning, Aiden? He was talking to this morning. You're not concerned at all about, let's look, look back at Alabama's last okay. four games. Okay. All right. South Carolina, they win in overtime 78, 76. Not ready. Arkansas, 86 at home, 86, 83. Good defense. All right. They didn't shoot ball well in that game. Auburn was down 17 in the second half and came back. And won, but down 17. So easily could have lost that game in Texas A&M. Uh, they kept coming at A&M. A&M ran the token pressure back to a, a matchup zone. They kept Alabama off balance and sure they did, did a great job on Miller. I, I knew that Buzz Williams would have a great game plan. He did. So I don't think they, they haven't played particularly well the last four games. Does that not concern you at all? I would say, I would say uh, looking at it from a four game stretch, yes. I would say yes, it does. I, I was simply going by the A&M game and all these stupid right, stupid things. I knew Alabama would choke. They weren't, never had been any good. You know, I, I, I get, I got that when I was coaching. 
because I got out, I got so disgusted. I got out and looked to see what we did, really did, and I, I hate, hate and look at it, what we did when I was coach. Not that that means anything, but it means something to me. I tell you, I say you're right. Well, the last four games, I think you're right. This is Joe Gaither, math. The last four games, they are 25 for 116 from three. Now that's not good. That's less than. Now, you know, what's his name made a statement from Villanova. Uh, you know, three point shooting teams sometimes falter because they shoot so many of those cotton ticket things. Um, they have games that they falter, and of course, you know, you're not one and done in the SEC tournament. They're going to be the number one seeded team. So, as Barry has mentioned to you, you know, it's not that big a deal. I don't know that we had great. We had great crowds in Birmingham when I when I had the games, but I didn't have great crowds. We had a decent crowd in Nashville when we played in the state finals. But anyway, um, I, I I think you have something there. I, they're they're guarding Miller Miller really hard, being physical with him, and naturally that's, that's that's the way to play him. But as far as the year is concerned, and I and as I said, I'm repeating myself. I'm old. Um, you know, the, the league from the middle down to the bottom was not as good. But any time you go sixteen two, we did we did did it one time. We went sixteen and two, and it's we were eight eight out of nine on the road. So, um. We will see what happens. Kennesaw State is the first team, uh, maybe the first, but is going into the NCAA tournament. Can you imagine losing sixty-seven to sixty-six to Liberty to not get to, to kick your kids to the NCAA tournament? What a heartbreaking, cotton-picking thing that that is in, in, in basketball. Uh, Jim Laranega has been on the show. We've already talked about that. Purdue's good. Purdue's very. When I look at these teams, if if Alabama plays good. If they just if they just play good, I don't see anybody can beat them. I don't, I'm, I, I really don't. I don't, make, I don't uh, Alabama. If they just play, if they if they break this streak here and just play good, I mean, they, uh, Houston couldn't beat them with a beating machine. Uh, I watched Houston like yesterday. I, I don't think, and I've seen Houston several times. He does a good job of coaching. Uh, <clears throat> Purdue can. Purdue, the big guy is good, and I bragged on him. I still think he's good. I don't know if they've got enough people around them to win or not. Kansas gets clobbered again. Uh, of all the years to get to a Final Four, this is this is a special year, I think, to get to the Final Four. And I don't say that trying to do anything. I just think that. So um, I, I could be I could be dead wrong. The Miller thing. I wasn't going to talk about that, but I will mention it. The awards, the Wooden Award. Um, you know, he didn't, didn't get in that, uh, he, Miller didn't, and there's still, um, the article, uh, you should read it by Kevin Skrabinski. Uh, I read it twice last night. Um, put, he put a lot of thought into that article and he did an excellent job of writing the article and I'll brag on him tomorrow. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just a, Barry, you comment on this. It's just a it's just a difficult situation. Um, I've taken the side of I've taken the side of Brandon Miller. I think he deserves to play. Um, he hasn't been charged with anything. Uh, the timeline is all screwed up about texts and so forth. And people who don't like Alabama at all, uh, even didn't like them when I was coaching. Um, 
we're really coming down hard on them. And I, I, I don't know if we have callers who want to talk about that. Um, or what? Go ahead, Barry. I, I, yeah, I think he should be playing. The only thing I'll say to yeah. Brandon Miller is you got to be careful who you're hanging around. You know, you were going out with that guy that night and, uh, the guy with Darius Miles, if you're, if you would do something like that, then you probably weren't guys you need to be hanging around. So he probably didn't need to even be with those guys. Uh, well, I don't want to get in. You're right. I don't want to get into this with the, on this radio show, but you know, there, there were two bullet holes in front of his his thing there. And, and, uh, so I, I don't know. It's it just, it, it's, it's one, of, it's one of the most difficult things for people to come down on somebody when he wasn't there. I don't know the timeline of the, of the text messages. And I, just, I told Kevin that. I was walking down the hall. I was on this radio show, and he did a good job on the arc. You can read it. it it's just it's uh, it's 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 hard to get it's hard to get through it and understand it. That's all I can say. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think the kids should be playing. I just I wish that he would. Not been hanging around those guys. That's all. I'll leave it at that. Two minute truck. We're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Moving is a stressful job. Let these guys handle it. They'll take great care of your house that they're moving out of, the one you're moving in. If you need stuff, just moved around the house. Whatever you need, these guys are ready and waiting for you. 205-247-5050. That is two minute truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything looking pretty good this morning. We do see some minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Burley. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Monday morning. Yesterday, President Biden made his first appearance in Selma as president at the 58th Bloody Sunday Bridge Crossing Jubilee. He spent much of his address to a large crowd backing the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. He told the crowd, the fight for voting rights is not history. It's current events. Biden then marched across the Edmund Pettus Bridge, recreating the 1965 Voting Rights March that was attacked by Billy Club waving and horse-mounted state troopers and Dallas County. County Sheriff's deputies. I'm Don Hart. In a collision? So, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather warm and dry today, partly to mostly sunny, the high around 80. For tonight, mostly fair, the low 57. For tomorrow, partially sunny, a chance of widely scattered showers by afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Find Tide on Twitter at Tide109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, big to do over Bryce Young, the measuring him. He didn't, he didn't quite get to 5'11, guys. Uh, they should have used the Barney Fife stretching. You know, Aiden's too young. Remember Andy Griffith, but they stretched Barney Fife when he wasn't tall enough to be a dip. Who's talking about? I'm sorry. Bryce Young. Is that a factor? He's 5'10 and what, 5'8 or something, 204 pounds. Now people are saying that going to really hurt his draft stock. Uh, I think these guys should have known how tall he was all along. Um, is that, I, uh, is that a big deal? Go ahead. <clears throat> I think he, I think he's so mobile. And so much quicker and so mobile in his early days in the NFL that the size of the, of the offensive, uh, defensive lineman that people are worried about won't be as, won't be that bad. I think he's so good. He's, he has the ability to, he has the ability to scramble out and to throw the football after the, after the defensive line has sort of gotten out of position. I, I think he's, I don't know that. There, you know, they're bitching about that because of the size, because of throwing all the defensive linemen, I guess. Well, yeah, I just, you know, they have all their measurables and what size you got to be and all that. Aiden, hey, is that going to stop you from taking Bryce Young? That he's, so if he was 5'11 and a half, he would be, he had one more inch with that. Make- overpaid to build an NFL roster? No, it does not. So you'd take it with a number one pick? In a heartbeat, without a second thought. Will he be the number one pick? Are they going to trade up and get, will he be the that number one? It all depends on who ends up with the pick. Yeah. So anyway, I'll get to the Yellowwood hotline. I'll throw that in. Get to the Yellowwood hotline and get Bryce into the show. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Barry. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? Morning. I'm good. I don't want to, uh, coaches, I don't want to say nothing about Alabama. I just want to see what they want to do at the seven, six days rest. I think they're doing good. It gets your heads clear. And, uh, and they'll get rested and get their legs fresh, uh, before I make any judgment on it. Uh, my nephews, uh, talked, talked me into going to Vanderbilt to the, I mean, not Vanderbilt, but Nashville to the, to the NCAA tournament. To the SEC uh, tournament, you mean? Yeah, the SEC tournament, yeah. yeah. Uh, you gonna be there, Barry? Uh, I'm gonna be there two days, Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, so you're not going when Alabama's there? Well, I'll be there Friday. I'll watch the, uh, Friday afternoon session and then I'm out of there. So yeah, I will hey, watch how, that. Does, how does that work? If, if you get tickets to watch the Alabama game, is your ticket good for the next game or is it yes. good for It's Alabama? good for, uh, if you have two Alabama game, it'll be good for that game and the next game. Then they clear the arena, uh, for the night session. So it's an afternoon session and night session. And Alabama will play at noon and Missouri and the Tennessee uh, winner will play, uh, 30 minutes after that Alabama game. So you can stay in for those two games. Then you have to get out. 
and get a new ticket. Well, did you remember? I know you probably don't remember. I was in Tampa this time last year, and the SEC tournament was going on. Yeah. You know, I was down there, and you told me I should go, but I I, I didn't have no interest in going, but I had never been to an SEC tournament, but I've been to, to a Final Four. I, I was in Charlotte when uh, Arkansas was in it. You were living in Carolina at that time, were you? What year? 95 or 96? No, 95. I was in Little Rock, I believe, in 95. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, I was there. But, uh, hey, if I got up with Coach, it'd be like a celebrity, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you'd get your picture uh, made with him. We're, plan- we're planning on uh, staying to, to the win, you know, like to say. But, if, you know, you don't buy your ticket to the next. To the next well, there's not going to be any tickets to buy, Bryce. You're going to have to buy out on the street or, or off of Stubba. All the tickets will be sold out for this this tournament. Yeah, I got tickets. I got tickets for uh, for the game. Um, that I went to a site, this ticket site that I use. Uh, okay. The same when I got Lady Allen Bell on my tickets off of when I was in Tampa. Uh, uh, ticket tickets. They got no fee. That's the best site to have. But, uh, yeah, Coach, uh, I wouldn't have to worry about no ticket. I just follow coach and get in like the way he does, right? I'd be like celebrity. That's all coach. Yeah, if you get up there, you get it. He'll get you. He'll hey, get you. Uh, I, you know, but, but I just think uh, they need to, they, this six days off is going to give them uh, a lot of time to get their heads cleared and the rest up. Coach, what do you think? You think it's six days off is going to? We're going to see a different team Friday. I don't think it's going to have anything to do. I think it rest them for sure, but I think it's. They've got to, I don't think they're not playing because they're tired. Everybody's, you know, Auburn Auburn beats Tennessee, and they can't wiggle. They were so tired trying to beat Alabama. So I, 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 rest is fine, and maybe for some guys that are injured or lunged up a little bit, it really helps you some. Uh, their, their substitution pattern is not quite the same it has been. Uh, guy from Dallas comes in and plays a lot. The rest of them, though, Gurley is not playing at all, and I, I didn't – and I'm not trying to coach your team because I don't know why. But uh, um, so Gurley's not playing. I, I couldn't quite figure that out. But as I said, I'm, I'm not buried me no more. Well, I, that's something I can't figure out neither. I, I wondered that. And I'm not. I'm not trying to get on the radio, and I don't do that. Coach's team. So well, I, I know that. Right. That's why we respect you, coach. You let right. the coach coach his team, but uh, uh, I just. You just can't do what they've been doing the last few games. You get you get down fifteen points, you're gonna play harder to get back into the game, and you're gonna probably create some fouls. Well, Brandon you know? Miller's got to be smarter. Uh, he committed that fourth and fifth fouls, and they were fouls. Uh, I mean, he just literally reached in and clubbed the guy. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, seventy eight feet from the basket. He's got to use his head because uh, they can't play as well without him on the floor and. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Barry made a good. Barry hit it on the head. I, I wasn't going to say did. it, but they. Well, the point is that uh, a little bit of the zone press that they had, a little bit of going back in there and changing the defenses, is, is the, about the best way to play Alabama and, and uh, keeps a little bit off balance. I didn't know how much zone. I didn't look look like they played a lot of zone, but they. But whatever they did, they 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 stopped people at, at mid court or made them think at mid court a little bit and. and it's certainly the best way to play personnel wise. They have you got to give them credit. You know he'll 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 aggravate you. Um, and I, I text him and congratulate him because he he when I had when I was sick, 
um, his the coach there. He was he helped me get in in um, in Mayo's clinic, and when mm-hmm. so anyway, we've been friends a long time. He quit acting like he wanted to be on the radio show. So I quit calling him because I don't people don't want to be on a radio show. I don't want to bother him. And uh, and so I and I don't know that he didn't want to be on. He's busy. Well, anyway, I I sent him a long congratulation deal. So Barry hit that on the head. When well, anytime you go to the free throw line, I don't give a crap, and you make that many free throws in a row, I mean you're you know you you in the game. Yeah, twenty they, they went twenty twenty seven for twenty eight. Uh, two guys go ten for ten. Uh, one guy six for six. So uh, the game was won at the foul line, and uh, I, and. A and M was actually favored in the game, so it wasn't like that was an upset. I saw that. So. I, I, I saw that. But that's the difference between the home crowd. And Basketball is a hard play. game to be consistent in. Now, you know, I, I, I say that to you, then turn around and say that that the South Carolina win went thirty-two and zero. But basically speaking, basketball, unless you're in a league where nobody's, and the rest of the league for the ladies is not in in South Carolina's class right now. I mean, it's they get the talent. But, one time, no. one time, at one time, Tennessee had everybody beat. So, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Bryce. Yeah. Uh, now, here, here's what I don't like about the bracketology. It's out. You got eight SEC teams in. Uh, Mississippi State would be the play-in game if it, if Joe Lenardi's right. Um, but. Texas A&M did not play a tough non-conference schedule. They have some bad losses early in the year. But I think you got to seed them based on what they're doing now. If you make them a seven seed, you are absolutely screwing over the two seed. They have to turn around and play Texas A&M in the second round. They're playing a 10. You can't, I think in some situations, you, you have to throw the early games away and look at the eye test and make sure you see them properly. Otherwise, you're going to penalize a team. Who'd they have, Barry? who do you have in the tournament from the SEC? Um, well, you got, I'm going to go through it real fast. Mississippi State in Missouri is an eight seed, which I think is probably a little bit high. Uh, as I said, Mississippi State's an 11. Um, that's okay. I, I just thought you had in front of it. I, I do. I, Auburn, Did Auburn get in? Yeah, Auburn is an 11, taking on Michigan State. Um, Texas A&M is a 7. So that would have Baylor and Texas A&M playing in the second round. we got Texas A&M going up against NC State. Baylor taking on Kennesaw State. Uh, Tennessee, I think they're seated too high. They're a 3. Um, are they playing like a three right now? I don't, I don't think they are. You, you listen to Jimmy Dykes, you think they're playing about a, a 1A, 1. I mean, he, phew, yeah, Arkansas out. was a nine. Uh, so Arkansas, Illinois in the first round, and the winner would take on Houston. Um, Who's a nine? Arkansas. Okay. Is that, is that, are they seated properly? I don't know that, you know, I don't know. The, the Arkansas-Auburn game won't have anything to do with anything at all. That's a good, that's going to be a good game to watch. But it ain't going to have any bearing on the on NCAA selection committee. So I if you're think. Purdue, Purdue is a two seed, and they would have to play the winner of West Virginia and Kentucky. Kentucky is a seven. That's a tough second round game. Is Kentucky a seven, or they deserve better than a seven? I don't think they're better than seven. They don't shoot it well enough. All right, then Alabama lost the overall number one seed, and they have them playing which. 
This is a tougher UNC Asheville. Uh, I did watch them come back and win their tournament. They were down big, came back and won, and then they won that. According to Joe Lenardi, they play the winner of Maryland and Florida Atlantic, uh, who will be in a, who will get a bid. Florida Atlantic's got a great record. Yeah, um, I don't like their team. <laughs> I watched them twice against they, I really watched them very close against the UAB. I don't, I don't think their team's that good. I mean, I, I have a great record and they, I, they probably deserve to go to 27 3 or something. I don't think they'll get past first round. Do you think Maryland would beat them? I do. Um, I do. So it should should be interesting, but once you get past the first round, and if if you're a one seed, you should handle the first round. But after that, I mean, you could literally lose any game. Uh, Aiden, Aiden, you have this next Monday. If you work instead of Joe, you have the you have the stuff fixed so Barry and I can go through the first round. Yeah, so we want to set up a inside the locker room bracket that people can go on. Oh, I can make sure that. Yeah, and they're going. Challenge Wimp and Barry. We'll do our picks, um, and get the listeners to hopefully pick against us. So oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Good so, opportunity for coach to brag. Yeah. So oh, I can't brag. I don't, I don't, I won't pick them too. Picking good. games, coaches are the worst at picking these, uh, games, um, because they're hard to pick because these games are on neutral floors now. Of course, they're trying to keep the hires. Like they got Duke. According to Joe Lenardi, getting to play in Greenville, South Carolina, the first round. That's not I, Yeah, fair. I better say something. I, I tried to cover. I, I got out last night, wrote all this stuff down. Now I can't read it. But I did, we do need to cover that Addisville won uh, the state championship by one point, I think it was. I saw the game. I didn't think they played great, but they played, played good enough to win. Um, you, you can comment on I shouldn't even said that. You know, I, I thought they I've seen them play better, but they played great and won. Um, Mountain Brook was defeated. Um, did you see by, that game? No, I didn't. I didn't get to so see they got that. a kid at Buckhorn, Caleb Holt, that everybody yeah. he had thirty two yeah. uh as a ninth grader and so everybody Yeah, I did see I did see Buckhorn play before that kid is really something. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, just a ninth grader. Yeah, yeah. And uh Mars Hill, y'all won the, the ladies, the girls tournament, uh championship. They had, a, uh, and I went by to congratulate them because I knew a couple of the la- ladies there. And that little girl that got MVP, I'm sure she did, and everything in the world was is a seventh grader. She had thirty yeah, in the finals. She had seventh grader, and she could <laughs> Booger Bear can really play. She is, she's something. She had thirty, and her mother played at Alabama. Her grandmother was a coach. I believe it was Hatton, and won some state championships. But the little girl is. Drift little player and Mars Hill got down twenty to three to start the game. It looked like eighty eight ninety eight, but they came back one. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember everybody. Won. Yeah, I think uh, Hoover won the seven A. Yeah, Hoover's good. That big guy's gonna be okay. Yeah, Hoover won seven A. Um, Plainview uh, won the three A. Plainview very very good. So. Yeah, I can really coach at Plainview. Yeah, he's really good. All right, first to main condos, the three bedroom, three and a half bath condominiums. Down in the historic district of downtown Norport. Washer dryers included stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops in these condos, all electric energy efficient appliances. This is a big savings. Internet and direct TV provided for free in the condominium. Ten foot ceilings, large patios, upper level river views, easy access to the river walk are gated with a security camera. Two minutes to downtown, five to the University of Alabama. And right there, you can walk to 
the different restaurants and shops and all right there in the historic district of downtown North Park. Give them a call today. Tell me you heard on Inside the Locker Room, 205-657-7465. Or go to firstdomaincondos.com. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Four-star class of 2023 guard Chris Parker has committed to Alabama. Nick Saban and the University of Alabama have officially hired inside linebackers coach Robert Bala. The Las Vegas Raiders plan to franchise tag Josh Jacobs. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything looking pretty good this morning. We do see some minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Burley. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion. Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, Aiden, let's go to the Texas A&M uh, post-game press conference uh, with Nate Oates. Let's just play that opening statement uh, after the loss uh, over in College Station. I mean, it's another tough game. You know, it's four in a row we've had come down to the wire. We're coming off a hard fought win. Wednesday against Auburn, you know, A&M made us fight hard for this one, which we expected. And we just didn't quite have enough. I mean, they, they were ready to go and we weren't. You know, we can't keep coming out of the gate, getting down double digits in the first half. I think there's three straight games we've been down double digits in the first half. Uh, I thought our effort was decent. We just, too many turnovers, couldn't make a shot. Too many mistakes on defense. They came ready to play. It turned out to be a great game for the fans, but a lot of things we didn't do well. You know, we fouled them too much, turned it over 18 times. They went 27 to 28 to free throw line. It's not a recipe for a win. So we're going to get our guys refocused. You know, we're still the number one seed for the SEC tournament. We'd bounce back and be ready to play on Friday. All right. They asked uh, Coach, obviously, with a double bye. Uh, they finished uh, pretty early on Saturday, and they don't play again until noon. So they basically have six days uh, off. And so I know they probably took Sunday off. But they asked him about the long break coming up. Uh, let's go to that first clip there, Aiden, and I'll have Dad comment. Here's what Nate had to say about that. Yeah, I think it's – Needed. I mean, we got to get our guys' legs back under them. We can make some shots. We got to get back in the gym, work on some individual skill stuff, particularly shooting. You know, when you're playing two games a week since first week of January, there's not a lot of time to just work on some individual skill stuff. We try to get in and do it, but you know, not playing until Friday. We'll give them tomorrow off on Monday and Tuesday. It'll be 
pretty much focused on what we need to do to get better. You know, our player skill level, shooting, some execution stuff on offense, take care of the ball, and then start to focus in a little bit more on what the options would be. You know, the eight, nine games after today, we'll figure out what all the different options would be, you know, as far as who who's playing in the eight, nine game, who we'd play the winner of. So, yeah, the, the six days before we play a game is needed at this point. All right. Uh, that, you know, they obviously took Sunday off. They'll get back in there today. I don't know how much they'll do today and tomorrow, but you really don't have any idea. You could play one of like four teams and you won't know really until, uh, Thursday. How much do you even worry about that? Uh, do you just worry about yourselves? You've already played, uh, these teams. Um, you know, if you're guessing, if it goes by what you think, it'll, uh, it'll, Probably be Missouri, I would guess. Uh, what you've you've already beaten. What do you do there when you don't know who you're going to play and you're and you're trying to get your team ready to go to the tournament? I would take um, a little bit of time and work against Mississippi State stuff. Not if you got if Farrell's got something that's really good, but I, I would go against a little bit of that pressure stuff that State did, but it came out one two one one. A little bit of that. Um, Sometime later in the week, I would do what just what he does now. I'd, I'd get my shooting straightened out without time. I don't think you need to talk about it. I don't think you need to say, wow, we're in one for nine, you know, whatever. I think you just need to, to work on it and keep shooting and brag on them and go from there. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, just not a really a game plan to put in. Uh, they'll have them ready, but, uh, and they'll know, uh, Thursday around two o'clock. Who they're going to play, um, and then from there they just would be ready to ready to go. Um, and in that particular, yeah, they're going to play either Mississippi State or Florida. That's right. So for sure they did. So I am wrong about that. Uh, they'll know who they got uh, you know, about twenty four hours before they play. All right, let's Aiden. Let's talk about the three point uh, shots. Uh, obviously, they did not shoot the ball well. Brandon Miller went two for twelve. In this particular game, we gave you the stats of how they've shot over the last four games, uh, about 20% or maybe even worse than that. Uh, here's what Coach had to say about three-point shots. It is. I mean, the way we play it certainly helps to make shots. I didn't realize it was that we're 25 out of 116 in the last four games. It's not shocking. I knew we haven't shot it well, but, I, you know, we've got a week, six days before we play again. We'll get back in the gym and try to get it fixed. All right, uh, Aiden, let's go to the, uh, slow starts. He mentioned that, uh, they asked coach about not getting off to great starts, always having to fight your way back. And they've had to do that the last four games. You know, I mean, we've got a tough, resilient group that even when they get down, then we can still kind of get it back together. I think, I don't think we're aggressive enough on offense. We're turning the ball over too much early. You know, I, I, if we had the exact answer, I'd try to fix it. Some, you know, I, I'm not sure, but we're going to talk about it and see if we can. And the coaching staff's got to do a better job getting our guys ready to play out of the gate too. I mean, sometimes they settle in and start to play better through the game. We, we've got to figure out a way to get them more prepared at the beginning. We've been struggling on both sides of the ball really offensively. It's been a major problem though. You know, we I think the last two games, we've had two and three points after the first media timeout, which is not how we want to be playing. So 
we've got to do a better job prepping them with how to attack what they're going to do defensively, you know, start the game. All right. Uh, then, then lastly, I did think they turned the ball over a little bit too much against A&M. Uh, yeah, know, they, Brent, had, they had 18 yeah. turnovers. Yeah, First Brent, half especially, Barry. Yeah, Brandon Miller had five. Uh, Quinterly, yeah, was not near sharp. He did get 12 points, but, uh, had four turnovers. Uh, yes. oh, he's hard to guard. <laughs> he is hard to guard. Cool. Uh, Sears had three. Um, Aiden, let's play that clip about the turnovers and then we'll, we'll comment on what the coach had to say. A lot. I thought we played passive because we turned it over. You know, their press slowed the game down. It's not how we want to play. Then when you turn it over, you start to play even more passive, which, you know, is kind of a snowball effect. I, I thought Quinterly got us going there in the second half. When we got some stops, we were able to get out in transition, which, you know, if you're not going against the press the whole time, I think you're better off. But, you know, turn, turnovers killed us. They, 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 were, they were bad, and some of them were just not real smart plays. Um. Talk about the turnovers a minute there. And, and you know, A&M does play slow, but uh Jay Wright kept talking about they, they they actually shot it quicker than they normally do in some situations there. And I think they were just kind of feeling that. And I, I really thought that A&M felt like they could run on Alabama, and they did, that they beat them down the court uh, a lot early for, for for some pretty easy shots, to be quite honest with you. And they tried to slow them down. Just talk about – A&M's overall game plan against Alabama. Well, I, th- I thought it started with their defense. I thought uh, they did slow Alabama down. That was a good way to put it uh, at times and showed them different looks. And I thought it was effective. Now A&M is going to really rebound hard, and they're going to play hard. And they're going they're going to, you know, they're going to switch a lot, but they're going to play hard as they can play, and and they they're. they're a little bit more talented than I thought they were, and he's done a good job with them. So they got some breaks on Alabama, got, got some cheap baskets. And then when you, you know, you have to have a combination of offensive rebounds and cheap baskets on the break. Now, when you when you do that, the announcers say, well, Alabama's shooting, uh, whoever, shooting 75%. Well, crap, you know, you got to find out when coaching, you know, why they're doing that. And uh, it's it shots, you know, it's, Easy baskets. So easy baskets are big. And then, of course, baskets inside the three-point line still are important. Uh, you don't shoot as many of them, but the little jump shot that's inside the three-point line is, a, is an important shot. And playing around the goal is, a, is, is important. And then um, and you, and you add your threes to it. That's what Alabama has done so well. They play outside the three and inside the three. They throw the lob pass is about as good, you know, the big the Charles on the backside for a lot of baskets. We we tried to do as best we could with McKee. So they they've done that and they've been better defensively. And the record shows it. I mean crap they you know, they've they've beaten everybody on the road that's hard to beat just about and but their record, record basically showed it basketball is just a game that, that the other other for all you fans, the other team is good too. They get the same number of scholarships. And they, they coach them well too. And their guys can play too. So it's just a nice that, that, you know, things don't work out for you. Now, if you, now if you're not playing hard, and I don't, I didn't sense that, 
you're not playing hard, then then that's that's when the the bench comes into play. Or if you're not really playing well, that's when the bench comes in. But the 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 biggest the, the biggest deter- thing to straighten it out is the bench. And you, you may want to take them out for three or four minutes, put them back in. I don't know what was said at Texas Tech about that situation, but you've got you got to. I, I probably didn't encourage him enough, but you got to encourage him best you can. All right, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Philip into the show. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I, I know we're shooting twenty-one uh, percent from the three-point line in the last four games. I think it's twenty-five out of one sixteen attempts, and that's going to be something that has got to get turned around um, for the next game and going well, forward in the NCAA. That's, that's, uh, let's give the defense some credit, Philip. Uh, let's, let's give them some. Arkansas, Arkansas is the number one team in the fourteen teams defensively, and they couldn't make it mm-hmm. in themselves. But uh, Alabama is going through a little bit of a shooting slump. But in some cases, you know, as you go through the season, know how to play guys, you do a little bit better job on it. But you're right. Yes, sir. But and, and also on the flip side of that, though, Coach, um, both you guys, I, I think we pass up some shots. You know, in that 13, 14 foot range that, that are there a lot of times and we'll kick it back out and, and miss a three. I just, I think we pass up some, some workable shots. Well, they like to drive and they like to drive and kick and they kick for threes. Now you're right. They haven't shot, but they, they won three out of four of those games. And I honestly had the lead late. And so their defense has been, Still pretty solid. Uh, so if they, if they shoot the ball just decent, they're going to be a tough cool. out. They're going to be a, t- if they don't shoot it well, they, st- they prove it. They still have a chance to win. So, uh, because yeah. their, their, their length and rebounding will give them a chance. Now they just could run into that one team on the NCAA tournament that one night. Uh, that's, that makes it tough. Uh, but over, yes. if they, if they play the seven game series, like, probably against anybody in the country, I think they'd win it, but in one game, you just never know. Well, I buy that, and, and, and the thing about it, the NCAA tournament, every game is the seventh game, so yeah. it's, you, you lose, you go home. But but I don't know. I would just love to see Alabama, you know, go in, you know, not necessarily drive in the lane and throw up some wild, spinning, crazy shot, but there, there's some shots out there I think that are – that are reasonable. I wish they'd take, but I, I, my concern as, a, as an Alabama fan is, um, I, 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 I'd hate to see us run up against a team that keeps us down in the 55, 56, 57 point range, you know, late in the game. I don't think that bode well, bodes well for us, even though, like I say, we have won some lately like that, but I'd like to see Alabama get in the seventies and eighties. I feel better about it. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you, Philip. Thanks, Philip. Yeah, man. All right, uh, we'll get to break here. Then let's talk about Constant Companion before we get to break. Well, Constant Companion is um, on uh, Highway 280. Uh, so it takes Sam out there all the time. They do a great job with pets. If you've got a pet that you want them to look at or want to check on, then they'll do so. First visit, half price. Tell them you heard it on our show. Uh, I, don't, I don't talk long about it, but uh, Dr. Foster's terrific. 205-635-0313. All right, and we have a, a listener. So who, what conference projected to have the most teams? And that would be the Big Ten is yeah. picked to have 10, SEC 8, Big 12, 7. 
ACC, very disappointed that many teams, only five projected to make it. Big East, five. Uh, Pac-12, three. Mountain West, three. The WAC, or WCC, two. And the American, uh, two. So the Big Ten will lead the way. Uh, when it comes to teams in the NCAA tournament, www.alabama1.org. If you're looking for the vehicle loan, the mortgage, the credit card, whatever you need, these people will take absolutely great care of you. They do it for me. Uh, swing by any one of the local branches. You need to become a member. You can do it right there at the website, www.alabama1.org. This is the Tide 100.9 NC Home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything looking pretty good this morning. We do see some minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Merlin. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather warm and dry today. Partly to mostly sunny, the high around 80. For tonight, mostly fair, the low 57. For tomorrow, partially sunny. A chance of widely scattered showers by afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Tide 100.9. Welcome now back. you get good. Welcome back to Inside Locker. Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Doesn't have the yellow tag up. You don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline. Tom, they still celebrating in, in uh, Aliceville over there with the state championship. In the town, what y'all doing over there? Y'all still celebrating? Oh, well, good morning, coach. Good morning, Barry. How y'all this morning? Good, Tom. Good. How are you, buddy? Congratulations. Good. Thank you, coach. Everybody's excited. Yes, uh, everybody's talking about. It. You know, it's a big deal for a two A school to win a uh, championship in anything, and we've won it in football before, and uh, and now really. Uh, a bunch of people like me thought we should have made better showings in the state tournament in basketball. And finally we broke through Barry and won. And, uh, and so, yeah, went to church yesterday, everybody was, uh, you know, talking about it and celebrating all that. So it's a good thing. Did they have a big cookout on the football field on Friday night? Somebody said they were going to have a uh, big... If they did, I don't know. You don't know. Uh, yeah. it, it's possible. It was a lot of people in town for it. So. Yeah. Well, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, it was good. Uh, a good win. It really was. Uh, and uh, glad we got it. Uh, Mark Sears lost that game for us Saturday. How? We were down there with a minute plus to go. A&M misses a shot. He gets the rebound. Yeah. Instead of just calming down and going down there and either getting it into overtime or hit a winning shot, he gives the ball back to A&M, and they win the game. Yeah, he did. Uh, he threw it right to him. Uh, I'm sure he – Oh, he handed it to him. <laughs> I'm sure he 
I'm sure he felt bad uh, about it, but uh, I don't know what he was thinking there. But you're right. Yeah, I, I maybe didn't see the guy or whatever, but uh, he did. He did throw it away right there to. So the margin of victory really, the game was a lot closer than that. Obviously, oh, yeah. they had yeah. to foul there at the end, and and of course A and M's going to make the free throws. But uh, I uh, I was disappointed. I, I thought uh, you know it, it wasn't a fun game for me to watch, and then uh, then we got it looked like we we're going to have a chance, and then all that. But coach, I want to ask you about this. Uh, Okay. Is Doug coming on here in a few minutes? He is. <clears throat> my my question to you and to Doug is that I've read where they've made uh, a good bit of changes to the uh, Augusta National. Have you read that? No, I haven't. I haven't. No, I didn't see. I'm glad you told me. I, don't, I haven't seen that. No. I think 15, uh, they've made some changes. It may be five. longer. Sir? It's a par five. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Right. It's par five, and they made some changes on it. Uh, and uh, and I was I was going to suggest, of course, you do like you want to do. You and Barry uh, are good to have Doug on. I appreciate that. But uh, I was going to suggest it's time to kind of start talking about the Masters. And I think a good uh, place to start is what kind of changes have they made to the course? Maybe he could find out why and what they good. are. All right, I will. I mean, I asked him today, but I'll ask him real soon. Yeah, yeah, between now and then. Yeah, I will. Well, Tom, we appreciate right. you calling in, my man. Thank you. Have a great. All right, man. Hopefully I love we'll talk show. to you Thank tomorrow. You. Thank you. There's Tom. Thank you. Always a great list. All right, we'll get to break here, the top of the hour break. Phone lines will be up, and Doug Bell will join us at 815. We want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern for making the 7 o'clock hour possible. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is closest to you. You listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything's looking pretty good this morning. We do see some minor congestion on McFarland eastbound at Burley. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. Here's a super manager special at Towns and Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Towns and Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Have you? WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Doug Bells, we said, will join us at 815. We always love to talk uh, everything with Doug. We also have Doug pick on our bracket uh, next week. So, Aiden, you and Joe help us out. I can never figure out how to set those things up. So it would be the Inside the Locker Room something uh, bracket challenge. All right, uh, Andrew Knifer, he's my Allstate agent. Let him become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in 
Norport, 205-722-9201. Give Andrew a call. Tell him what you're looking for, home, life, auto. Uh, if you want him to look at uh, the coverages that you need, what you currently have, then he can give you the best uh, decision, best solution for your what you need. Uh, he can email you the quote. You can make the change right there on the phone. You don't even have to go in. Or if you want to stop by, he'd be more than happy to sit down with you. 205-722-9201. Andrew Conifer, Allstate Insurance. All right. Um, let's go back to the Bryce uh, Young thing. That and a lot of these guys don't perform at the pro day. Uh, some of them did. I think some of these guys, Aiden, correct me, ran really good times, uh, there. I think Will Anderson did and, um, uh, Jamar Gibbs ran a good time. What was Will Anderson's time? I thought it, you said it was, eh, eh. It was a four six. There were, there were some edge rushers that were substantially faster. Though. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these guys, dad, they feel like that, you know, of course, when Alabama has a pro day, all the pros come. I mean, some schools may have it, and they may not send everybody. But I'm sure when Alabama has one, all 32 teams uh, will come. And I've heard a lot of guys, uh, I heard Christian Miller even say this on Big Noon Sports, he performed a lot better uh, here around his own coaches, his element. Uh, he just did, did better because you're more comfortable. Uh, your thoughts about maybe not even – do anything at the combine or knowing that when these people come here, you're going to perform a little bit better because you're more comfortable in your environment. Here. Oh, I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's a great recruiting uh, ploy there. I mean, recruiting, you can't beat that. You talk about that when you go into the homes of people and you know, about pro day, everybody can see you right there. You're, you're sleeping in your own bed and work out and, and you know, that, that money jingles in those parents' heads. I think it's terrific. I think it's really good. I think the only, uh, aside from this, it, but it's football stuff, the uh, only thing where I laughed on the weekend was that Coach got upset about maybe if they do go to three, giving him LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn. Uh, if he if he carried on, he got disgusted as much as the writers said he did, uh, then to me it was a little bit unusual because he, um, I think they threw they threw LSU. I, I had said I had thought that it'd be, I thought it would be Tennessee, uh, Auburn, Mississippi State, but um, they they got LSU in there as the writers do. That may be right or wrong. I'm not sure. Yeah, they had uh, Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn. Now that's what people are projecting. It's not oh, okay. It's, okay, it's not out like that okay. yet. Uh, okay. But he did. They said that he uh, had a little bit of a problem with that. Well, which which team would you – I mean, you're not going to take Auburn out, so then you either have to take LSU or Tennessee. I'd, t- I'd take LSU. I'd keep Tennessee. If you could. So you it, think, it, do you think he would pick up the phone and call – Sankey and say, guys, what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, we're going to, before oh, this sure. thing gets out, like, sure. can we think this yeah. thing through again? I, I'd like to have Mississippi State. They're 60 miles up the road. Uh, let's take Mississippi State, Auburn, and Tennessee. Oh, uh, ain't no doubt he called. You're right. You're dead, you're dead on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, what does he tell them? He called his cell number. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't wait. He wouldn't wait. Get What's no coach's office. secretary's name? I can't think of it, but he's he screaming there and saying, hey, get, get, get Sankey on the phone right now. Yeah, yeah get cell phone. Get him on the yeah. cell phone. <laughs> and, uh, he gets upset. So Greg, 
gets on, all right, coach, I got him on line one. All right, uh, coach punches in. What does he say? Commissioner, I, I'm, you know, we, we got a situation here with, with Mississippi State, 60, 70, 80 miles away from here. 60. Uh, It'd be yeah. 50 when you're talking to him and trying yeah, to get changed. You know, and, and I, you know, it's been always been a good rivalry. And, uh, I just feel like we're really doing them wrong. By not giving them a chance to make a bunch of money when we go over there, I just don't think it's quite fair. How's that sound? Say, <laughs> so is this? I mean, is this card in stone, or do we have some wiggle room here? I mean, yeah. my fan base wants to go to Starkville every other year. Uh, yeah. hey, they don't care anything about you. Why in the world? Speaking of that, and I think it may have been the women's team. They have on, now this to me is stupid. They had on their jersey Stark Vegas on their basketball jersey. That was what it was, it was, it was Stark Vegas. That's stupid. That is so stupid. Well, they lost, they lost one coach to Texas and then they had, they got, no, it didn't work out. They kind of, they had a really good women's basketball program going. They just couldn't, couldn't stay with it, lost the coach. So Stark Vegas. Yeah, I think. that's that is weak. All right, uh, Aiden, let's get him in so we can get. We got a call coming in here. Um, yeah, so we'll see uh, when that comes out. I guess it'd be twenty twenty four is when we'll be playing that new schedule. Um, and I don't, I don't know if they're going to have divisions or not. Or he didn't want to talk. Uh, would, he's out in Locust Fork, and his reception sounds like he's in Locust Fork. I got Fork. you. Uh, Locust Fork. He's going to call back. All right, there we go. All right, um, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take the break. We always run over with Doug anyway. We'll try to squeeze Doug in a little bit early here. Royal Cleaners, uh, they are my cleaners, and let, they want to make life easy for you guys. You just take the cleaning with you to work, school, wherever you are. You dial 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back from the uh, dress shirts, the dresses, the suits, to the casual golf shirts. They'll take great care of that. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road, you drop it off one day, you'll have it back uh, the next. For all your cleaning needs, give Royal Cleaners a call, 205 391 Three, four. Doug Bell is next. You're the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Monday morning. Alabama lawmakers and Governor Ivey attempting to determine how to spend remaining Federal American Rescue Plan money provided to the state to recover from the pandemic. The first $1.1 billion spent last year. The remaining funds will be allocated this year. State Finance Officer Bill Poole told the legislative committee the initial funds were appropriated with minimal administrative costs, and he wants to do the same with this year's appropriations. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. 69 southbound, backed up at Union Chapel. 43 southbound, backed up at McFarland. Learning southbound, heavy on the bridge into downtown. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves. To tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood. 
Pressure treated pine protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather warm and dry today, partly to mostly sunny, the high around 80. For tonight, mostly fair, the low 57. For tomorrow, partially sunny, a chance of widely scattered showers by afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside Locker. One of our great new sponsors, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tuscaloosa Toyota uh, provides a lifetime warranty, mirrors the manufacturer's powertrain warranty included with every new Toyota and most every pre-owned vehicle. Unlimited years, unlimited miles for as long as you own that vehicle. They also have the Try It Before You Buy It uh, program going on. Tuscaloosa Toyota's rental department uh, lets you test drive the new Toyota for a weekend or for an entire week. And then if you like it, you can buy it. You can go to for all their information. Look forward to visiting with Justin tomorrow. He can tell you about the Blue Plate special deals going on out at Tuscaloosa uh, Toyota. All right, we're going to get to the Tuscaloosa Toyota hotline here. We always love having our main man, Doug bell on and doug is a great sport but doug is uh with pga tour radio pga tour live cbs sports joins us every monday uh is not a great handicapper hey, doug i'm going out to <laughs> vegas a week from i got a bunch of guys that go out there every year going out there a week from wednesday for a few days for march madness so Maybe send me some of your picks, and I'll tell those guys to pick opposite, <laughs> and we'll see how they do against you. Maybe. Well, I appreciate that, Barry. <laughs> uh, Doug. Yeah, Coach. Kenny Alma won the, won the tournament yesterday, but I've, and that was a great for him. He's a nice-looking kid and played great. But I have never in my life seen Spieth miss as many right. eight-footers – Four or five in a, in a cotton pick and roll. What happened there? Well, I tell you, first off, um, and Barry, keep this in mind. Uh, I was not the guy, Coach or Barry, but one guy from Canada was in Vegas and put $75 down on Kirk Kitayama before the tournament started. The only guy, it was 220 to one. Mm. And so that Canadian won $16,750. Nice. So, Barry, don't forget golf when you're going out there. But, Coach, to answer your question, speed. I mean, he literally had the golf tournament, I mean, in his back pocket. It was his yeah. tournament to win. Yeah. And he, he kept missing those putts to the right. And that's the thing with Jordan Speak, you know, he's a, he's an interesting guy, uh, because, Good guy. At, 
yeah, and at times he's the best putter I've ever seen on the planet. And then yeah, then I see things like yesterday where it's like a head scratcher, like what on earth is going on? How can a guy be so good and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, just not hit anything? But but I, that's golf, and Jordan experienced it yesterday. And, and Kitayama, guys, you know, the thing about him, you know, he had a double bogey, hit a ball out of bounds Saturday. Yeah. I had a triple bogey yesterday at number nine. Uh, I mean – he won the tournament despite a double on Saturday, a triple on Sunday. Think about yeah. that. Uh, so good for him for just hanging in there because I, I think there's a lot of players who wouldn't hang in there. You know, I saw your pick. I saw I saw you with Arnold Palmer. Um, and yeah, and I'll say this: Arnold Palmer was the kind of guy who cared for people. I noticed yeah. where he said that he walked in and saw those two kids with those uh, cancer and things in their nose trying to live, and he said, "We can do better than this." Yes. And he, yeah. and they did. And for people who, you know, you, you could argue about who's the best golfer, Jack or him. It don't matter to me about all that crap. But for a guy like him, uh, he when he walked into a room, everybody everybody listened to what he had to say, and and he was quite different than anybody else. Oh, there's there's no doubt. Um, you know, there's a certain magnetism that, and, and there's only very few athletes, uh, yeah. at least that I've encountered in my lifetime, where I've met him in person. And there's a wow factor. Yeah. Uh, there's a magnetism. <clears throat> and, and, you know, it gets you a little nervous. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm right here with Arnold Palmer. Or, yeah, easy. Uh, you know, easy. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, he was a special guy. And, and you know, what's interesting, a couple of thoughts. Uh, Kitayama wins $3.6 million yesterday yeah. uh, for his first one in the PGA Tour. Yeah. Arnold Palmer, in his entire PGA Tour career, won $3.6 million. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's kind of kind of funny in itself. But what it Arnie is. did – for the game, elevating the game. And listen, there are different eras. I mean, obviously, in my mind, there's the Ben Hogan era, Palmer, Nicholas, yeah. Woods. And and you, they all kind of crossed over. But I don't think anybody did uh, more for his sport than what Arnold Palmer did. For golf. I mean, he's the guy who started going to the Open Championship. The British Open was just an afterthought. And most yeah. PGA Tour professionals didn't. It cost too much to go over there. Why would I play that tournament that doesn't pay anything? And Arnold Palmer thought, you know, St. Andrews is a special place. I'm going to go over there. And listen, if, if not for him, the Open Championship wouldn't be – it might not be the fourth major championship today. And you know what's impressive to me is for a while, the, the course is tougher now. When you look at – and I'm not knocking Jack, but Jack's course is really hard, really difficult, hard to win, um, Great, a great place to play. Uh and you look at you looked at Arnold's through the years. It was a place where you can score, you have more fun. Uh, I got to play. I, I'm not bragging, but I am saying I got to play that town. Uh, I was down there playing, and I got to play with with uh, 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 Nick Saban. And uh, oh well, it, it, I, I didn't know even know him at the time. But uh, <laughs> but he was a, he's a defense coordinator. Sorry, TV the Toledo the defense coordinator at Michigan State, and so that's the way I got to meet you. But anyway, uh, that that uh, that course was was playable and winnable, and a lot of people wanted to play because they could play better there. A little bit different than Jack's. Comment on that? Well, I, I tell you, um, yeah, there's no question, and, and the personality of the two men. Um, is different. you know you see that in the golf courses they've designed yeah. and, and yeah, Jack Nicholas right. you know loves those loves those 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, and he loves those uh, risk-reward par fives, Jack Nicklaus, yeah. because he could always hit the longest drive and get on the sure. green. Nobody else could. And even right. in Shoal Creek, you see that with those risk-reward par fives that Nicholas sure. designed. But, yeah, Arnie, Arnie certainly uh, – and Arnie designed more courses. I mean, he was the first guy that started that course design business, putting his name to courses, and it was pretty amazing, the business that he had going. But, yeah, uh, I will say this, though, about Bay Hill. It is kind of a quirky course, co- Coach, as you know. It? Yeah. Uh, it's built right there in that neighborhood, and there's some yeah. dog legs and that one hole. It uh, is. Number 14, yeah. Or you have to drive it over a road <laughs> to get out into the fairway. But the one thing Arnie always wanted to do, and the players know it going in, he wanted it to be the toughest test on the PGA Tour non-major. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, that rough was two and a half, three inches. Yeah. Uh, narrow fairways. Well, and for our listener, yeah, I think we need to. Incredibly you know, hard. Yeah, I think you need to explain a little bit to our listener about risk reward par fives. And that basically means, and you correct correct me, is that so many times you can get on there in two and be putting for eagles, uh, which is a big. And if you're a guy who hits it a long way, that's what you like. I think some right. don't, people don't understand that maybe a little bit. Well, and that's the fun thing to me. A risk-reward par five is great fun uh, because it gives you options. Obviously, if you want to yeah. play conservatively, uh, you know, you lay up and you play with your wedge game and you hopefully have an opportunity for a, a birdie chance. But at the same time, if you're a long hitter, listen, yeah. I can bomb it down there. I can I can hit it up on the green. I'll have Two putt for a birdie. Yeah, yeah but, but if I hit a poor second shot, even though I've hit a long drive, there's trouble. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's, either it's water or some incredibly hard bunkers, or or something around the green. So that that's what I love. That's what the players love. Um, and and that 16th hole, even though at, at Bay Hill, it was risk reward. It was no bargain. I mean, those guys are going for that green with irons, five irons and a lot of water. Irons. But it, it water, and it was a tough green to hit because it was so firm. Uh, and and again, the winning score less than double digits. Uh, it is Bay Hill and the Arnold Palmer Invitational is the most difficult uh, regular season PGA Tour event, yeah. if you will. Uh, and in, in some cases, it's more difficult than major championships. But I, I think that's what adds to the excitement, guys. You know, there in the last hour, I mean, how many guys were there in one or two shots? Yeah, Mullinax was right there yeah. with a chance. Well, Mullinax, six you know? under. Yeah. I, and that was interesting, guys. I wanted to mention uh, Davis Riley and Trey Mullinax tied for third. Uh, and the top really? three guys who had not already qualified for the Open Championship uh, got, uh, got got in the Open Championship. And because Davis Riley was higher in the official World Golf rankings than Trey, Davis Riley gets the nod for the Open Championship. Oh. And and Trey now will have to uh, to get in in another way down the road. Oh, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah Kitayama got into the Open Championship. He hadn't qualified. Yeah. Uh, Kitayama's in the Masters. That's the thing, guys. When the, when you win, it's not only the three point six million in these elevated events, uh, but Kitayama now. I mean, he he's in all the majors. He's in all of these elevated events, and obviously, he's been playing well. His world ranking was high enough, but now he's in the Open Championship without having to qualify or whatever the case may be. So that's the thing for these guys like Kitayama. It completely changes their life, and it's pretty neat. And by the way. The PGA Tour did announce, you know, after I was on with you last Monday, you know, they announced the changes uh, for the upcoming season with these elevated events, and they're going to be no-cut events, 70 players and no-cut starting next year. 
So that's interesting. What's going to happen yeah, with that? Yeah, that leads me to this. I had that all mad last week, and people were tweeting in that I was stirring the pot. But uh, what you just said, uh, LIV is saying imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Congratulations, PGA Tour. Welcome to the future. Uh, the official LIV account tweets that out. Some of the guys on the LIV are making fun of the PGA Tour. Now they're having these no-cut events. Uh, more money. Are they copying no, the LIV, no. Doug? They are, Doug. Come on. No cut now. We're going to have these no-cut tournaments. Copy. It's copycat, right, Doug? Come on. Well, I, th- I think what they did, no. they, they answered, they answered what they had to do. They copied their paper. Uh, Well, they did, but listen, here's what I think has happened. In my mind, what the PGA Tour now has established starting next season, you got to be among the top 70 guys in the world. And and by the way, uh, the PGA Tour also reserves the right to have sponsors invite. So if a guy like Ricky Fowler, for example, isn't qualified, he could play. Um, Tiger can play because, you know, he has 82 wins. I mean, he's fully exempt. But there could be other players. But, yes, I think what the PGA Tour announced next year with a no-cut, and, and listen, that does create two tiers of players in the PGA Tour, but I think it makes the, the LIV, the live, irrelevant. And for the rest of this year and going on, I don't know how much longer live is going to be a viable product, guys. I, I mean, I really believe that. They made all that noise last year. They've stolen all these players that have made the jump, and now suddenly the PGA Tour has answered every move Live has done, and you say, "Well, gosh, they copied it." Well, so be it. Uh, the PJ Tour now has established this this new exciting product starting next year with these elevated events with seventy no cuts. Um, I, I don't know. I just think, Live, why, why on earth? Unless you just were desperate to watch professional golf, and Live came to your community. I mean, other than that, I, I don't know. The PJ okay. Tour has travel expenses have been changed, hadn't they? Then they, they were one time paying uh, those people's uh, travel expenses to play, and now they're not. We lost Doug there. Uh, he's get, are you getting Doug back? We're getting Doug back. We had a call come in. I think we hit the wrong button there. <laughs> All right, Barry, go ahead. Barry, we need go ahead, Doug. Hey guys, I'm back. The travel expenses, but uh, uh, somebody said that LIV cut out travel expenses. Now it costs a lot of money to fly where they play sometimes. Right, yeah. When they established it, they took care of all the travel expenses for these guys because, you know, they're traveling to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I know it. You're going to lose your purse. Now, well, now, yeah, now they take, they take travel expenses out of Ooh. what you're earning. Oh, and, my heavens. Yeah, and now, and I, I wouldn't think that would be the case for Phil or Dustin Johnson or DeChambeau or Kepka, some of the headliners. But I think for the rank and file of the live, and again, they only have 48 guys. Um, I think for most of them, yeah, they have to be very careful. And, and they all have deals too, net jet and private jets, et cetera. But yeah, no, it's a lot is coming out now about live. At first, it just seemed like these guys were just getting a ton of money and some of them are. Uh, with no consequences, but now it's coming out that a lot of the players, there's travel expenses and you get paid up front, but you don't get paid anymore until your winnings, uh, match, you know, what the, what Liv is paying you. And then oh you get paid after that. 
Yeah. So there's a lot coming out of Outlive. You don't get paid. And say that to me again. Until you well, some of the they guys, give you a draw until you win back your draw. You're not making it. Yeah. Well, you're making whatever your draw. So you're guaranteed that amount. So if they gave you right. $10 million, then until you win $10 million, they're not giving you anything extra after that. Then you make right. more. But okay. you're guaranteed $10 exactly. million. Uh, yes. Doug, we had a caller, Tom, call in about the Masters. And I, I know you hadn't been over there. Have they made some changes uh, to Augusta National over there for the – Well, uh, they did. For, go ahead. Yeah, Barry, they did the 13, the par 5, you know, the dog leg left. Yeah. Um, and for years, they were going to buy that property. You know, it, Augusta National on that backside bumps up against uh, Augusta Country Club. And there's a there's a service road that was in the middle of the two golf courses that separated the properties, uh, which was, uh, you know, used by the uh, the people who work on the golf courses. You know, they would they transport equipment, et cetera. Well, Augusta National has bought that property. And so that now they've extended the tee back at 13, from what I understand, uh, about 90 yards. And so that'll be a much more difficult tee shot. You know, right now people cut the corner, they go up and over the edge, and they have a short iron into that green. Uh, speaking of risk-reward par fives, or they blow yeah. it too far up in the pine straw. Uh, but now now it'll be a more difficult, instead of just a swing swing for the fences type thing, or you're going to have to figure out, depending on the wind and that sort of thing, you want to – do you want to risk cutting that corner? It's a much more difficult tee shot now, or are you going to play it safe and just kind of lay it out there uh, and then maybe, you know, hit it down there to the right of Ray's Creek and lay it up with your third shot? So it'll, it, 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 it'll add some intrigue to that hole, which many people feel is too easy. Yeah, that, uh, they're the last... not doing anything to 15, are they? No, they haven't done anything to that yet. Um, no. Uh, yeah. But that was that's the only significant change, yeah. Barry, from what I understand. All right. Uh, I got bad news for you, Doug. You're no. gonna have to yep. go against. You're gonna have to go against Barry and I next Monday on the uh, NCAA's final sixty-eight. We're gonna do a ah. inside the locker room bracket challenge, and we'll you're gonna be embarrassed. Come up with a big time old prize. Uh, so oh, I can't wait. You can pick oh, against Wimp, Doug, and. Uh, Barry. So uh, ah, I can't wait. Are you good at yeah, picking I mean, brackets? What do you mean you can't wait? I'm, I'm, listen guys, I'm, I feel like I'm getting hot at the right time. I'm like one of those basketball teams. You know, I had a little lull and now I'm getting hot as we get to tournament time. Let's say you're, you're due, Doug. You can't pick your nose. You can't pick nobody. Uh, Doug, real quick, the, uh, the players championship this weekend, what kind of feel we're going to have for that? Oh, it's incredible. Uh, incredible field of the top 50 players in the world. I think 45 are there in the official world golf rankings. Of course, some of the guys are in lives, so they're not playing. Uh, but it's an incredible field. And again, the battle for number one, uh, John Rahm retains number one, even though he didn't play well. Scotty Scheffler two, Rory McIlroy three. Justin Thomas showed a little life there at Bay Hill. He's there. All the big names are there, guys. Uh, so, and Kitayama, obviously. And, and the players is just a wonderful layoff ever since Pete Dye, uh, designed it and Jerry Pate was the first to win it. Think about that. 1982. Yep. Jumped in the water. Of course, it's just. Yeah, the course is beautiful. I mean, it's an absolute gem. And I it, got it, to it, play it. it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's the it's the bell cow, the PGA Tour. All right, and a uh, lot of money, guys. Now I, walk, I hit my ball. I tell it again. But we got new listeners. I hit my ball on sixteen <laughs> on the par three where on, where the walkway is to the green. Yeah. I, oh wow. <laughs> All right, Doug. We got a guy that I guess he doesn't listen a lot on Mondays because he's asking for you to pick the winner of the. 
Players Championship this weekend. He's great. Who, who is Doug's pick? Good. So we don't give us Cordo. the safe pick and give <laughs> us the make us some money pick. Doug, we'll give you two oh. picks. Well, I'll, I'll give you two guys that are, are playing really, really well, and they played well this past week at Bay Hill, and I think they're trending. And they played, they played uh, the stadium course a bunch. And in fact, Jason Day has won it before. Uh, I think Jason Day. No. Uh, who has not won in five years. He's 35 no. years old. Yeah. Guys, he has four top tens this season, and he's trending. So look yeah, for Jason Day, who, yeah. by the way, is number one on the PGA Tour in putting from 10 to 15 feet, which is okay. and he's number yeah. one in scrambling. So is this so your out-of-the-box pick? Or is Jason this your... Day? Jason Day? <laughs> yeah, see? There you go. I, I love it. All right. I love who, that. who else, Doug? Uh, the other guy, uh, and he played really well, and if he birdied the last hole, he, uh, he would have been right there. Harris English. Yeah, he's playing um, good. Now. Chad New, he's, he's a Georgia really guy. Good. Yeah. Yep, University of Georgia guy. And, and listen, here's the theory. Um, when you're thinking, like, who do you, who do you like? There's, there's 10 Georgia Bulldogs on the PGA Tour. That's more representation of a college than anybody else. Alabama's second, by the way, with UNLV, uh, and Oklahoma State. They all have seven players on the PGA Tour. But when in doubt, go with somebody from the University of Georgia. There's 10 of them that'll be in this tournament. And I think Harris English is a guy, uh, who very easily could break back into the winner's circle. He got hurt last year. Two yeah. years ago, he won twice, was on the Ryder Cup team. Last year, hurt his Good back. Pick. Set out for like three months. Yeah. Good pick. So is, think, Trey, is Trey oh, playing in that? Well, next. Yep. Yep. Okay. Trey's playing in that. And Davis Riley. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, so Davis Riley played great the last day. Yeah, Davis Riley, listen, he's a guy who's been very quiet, didn't play good um, at, at the end of 2022, and it's been a slow go, but now he's starting to get back into form. So Davis yeah. Riley, I think. Uh, is Sheldon, Sheldon doing good. anything at all? Robbie Sheldon, uh, he finished under par in the uh, in the Arnold Palmer, and so he okay. did really well yesterday. So, um, yeah, so Robbie Sheldon, I think his game's good too, but – uh, as far as Riley and Trey, both of those guys, former Alabama guys, um, they're playing really, really well. And so that, that wouldn't shock me to see them have another great week. So English that's, that's and Day, player. Jason Day yep. and English. All right. There you go. There you go. Listener. Yep. yep. Who wins the SEC basketball tournament, Doug? Well, um, and I'm glad you asked me about that. You know, you guys, <laughs> that Alabama game the other day, uh, Texas A&M was plus 17 in free throws, guys. They were 27 of 28 from free throws. Alabama was 10 of 11. That's crazy. And then, of course, Alabama was, what, 6 of 37 from three-point range? Yeah. Um, I mean, those two statistics were just – they. Alabama needs to play better. There's no question. And they need to shoot better. Guys, if they're going to shoot all those threes, I mean, come on now. But I I think I Mm. like the bottom half of that bracket. And even though, you know, they look good one game and then bad the next, I like Kentucky coming out of that bottom bracket. And I think Alabama is, you know, I think they're going to play Mississippi State in the opener. I think that'll be a challenging game. And then I think, I think they'll play Missouri in the second game. I think Missouri will beat a Tennessee team that's struggling. And I think Alabama's going to, I think that'll be a down to the wire game with Missouri. I'm not sure Alabama's going to make it out of that bracket. Uh, I think Kentucky wins the SEC tournament and, and then hopefully Alabama will regroup and, and get back to where they were maybe a few weeks ago in the NCAA tournament. And from what Jim Nance said uh, yesterday, Houston's going to be the overall number one seed, and they're coming to Birmingham. They're going to play their first two games in Birmingham. So I think Alabama's going to be a number one seed 
Where, guys? Shipping where? To the Midwest, maybe? Oh, really? they they going to drop them away from Birmingham? No. That's, that's what... That's what Jim Nance said yesterday. I know a lot of guys on that. Golf. I know a lot of guys. I played golf with the Houston coach a lot. He, he's, he's left-handed golfer. Well, they said, Jim Nance said yesterday, you know, the overall number one seed gets to choose where they want to go. Okay. And Jim Nance said yesterday, Houston, uh, they're going to be the number one overall seed. They're number one in the country right now. They won the last second shot yesterday in Memphis. Uh, they'll probably win their tournament, uh, which won't affect the number one overall seed. And he said, you get to pick. And he said, geographically, Kelvin Sampson in Houston has already said, we want to go to Birmingham and play the first two games. And then we want to go to Louisville. That's what, that's what, in talking to Kelvin Sampson and the Houston people, Jim Nance said that yesterday. So that okay. would, that means Alabama would ship off somewhere. Great. Likely yeah, yeah. to the Midwest. That's, that, 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 that happens, though. You are breaking news. I just, oh, that is breaking news. That does. Uh, Joe Lenardi doesn't say that. He's got Houston playing in Denver, uh, in the East Regional. Um, yeah. I, so then that, that goes on, to New York. That was on, yeah. yeah, that was on Twitter last night. They, <laughs> they interviewed Jim Nance after the game. You know, Houston's his alma mater, by the way. Yeah. Um, and he was, um, you know, he was the, the PA announcer for those great Fox Lambert. There will be teams. some sad Alabama people if they don't I'm make it to you, Birmingham. When, when I heard that, I almost fell out. But yeah. but again, the number one overall seed gets the choice of where they want to go, and that's what Jim Nance said. He goes, Kelvin Sampson in Houston, they want to come to Birmingham. Hmm. Good stuff. Man, I, they think that'd be an easier trek for their fans. There you go. Well, he's right about yeah. that. Uh, it's either. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at all the sites. That would be the best one. All right, tell them about MD Wellness and Aesthetics before we get this, get you out there. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Uh, Susan Brignett, the owner, uh, 205-582-9213, uh, 650 Inverness Corners, out there close to where Coach lives. And and Susan loves Coach, by the way, and thanks to the world of you guys. He's uh, a big basketball fan. Yeah. <laughs> and Don Mancuso is the doctor who's there Mondays and Fridays. And, again, anything you're looking to do, whether it's the uh, – you know, the Botox, the, the laser surgery, uh, a lot of men are doing the Botox too, B12 shots, um, hormone replacement. They do it all at MD Wellness and Aesthetics. And the thing is, you go in, it's a free consultation. They'll sit down, discuss what you want to get done, and then you guys uh, come up with a plan. And it's uh, cost-effective, and Susan is a great lady, and Dr. Mancuso, love her to death. And give them a call, 582-9213. Thank you, Doug. Talk to you next Thanks, week. Doug. Bye, guys. All right, tell us tell them about uh, Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, you got problems? Didn't hurt. Uh, somebody's got nasty on on the highways, whatever it might be. Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys. Bob's been on our show twice, given some good information. People liked him. Got some text messages. I don't get any text messages from my listener. Barry does, um, and uh, they liked him. So my suggestion would be, if you have a problem, like I have suggested, that you might have three, four, five, one, two, three, four. They will tell you the extent of the injury, how it happened, what happened, and then you will go and meet with them at 701 Rice Mine Road. You visit with them, and then you'll go from there, and you'll find they represent you in a very, very good way. So if you got a problem, hope you don't. But if you do, three, four, five, one, two, three, four. And while I'm on here, I don't want to ever leave without telling you about Dr. Foster. It's six, three, five, zero, three, one, three. If you got a pet, and I got one right here. It's been running around here. My, my, I got a new phone. My new phone says there's a dog in the area. I heard it bark. These new phones are something. 
635-0313. Now, is that true that the, Joe, is that true? And they, the number one overall seed gets to pick where they go? Is that, that true? That part I believe. Well, then Houston is going to choose to well, go to Bernie. Got, the problem with that, son, son, is when you get with the committees, and there, you know, there's a big argument now as who's going to be number one, Alabama or Houston. I guess there is. I don't know. And uh, Kansas had it for a while. They got beat. So, you know, you got to call back. To, to, I mean, I, I, I'm surprised at that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, well, maybe Doug's breaking something, but. You know, I love Doug, but Doug's not always right either. But that's Jim. I mean, he's just repeating what Jim Nance said. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. You're just a tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. 69 southbound, backed up at Union Chapel. 43 southbound, backed up at McFarland. Learning southbound, heavy on the bridge into downtown. Here's a super manager special at Towns and Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Towns and Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. In a collision. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Wayne's Pest Control is serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today. 866-WAYNES-1 gets $60 off your initial pest control service. Doug might be on to something. Barry, uh, the, the commissioner, the commissioner, the, uh, athletic director of Alabama is on the committee, on the coaches committee. I think there could be, uh, let me ask you this. I need to say this in the right way because I don't want to, but I do think it's radio talk. Um, because of the feelings that people have towards Alabama basketball from, from away from it, would that cause that? Well, I don't mean like if Houston does get to choose, like from Houston to Denver, I've Googled it, it's 1,032 miles. Houston to Birmingham, 666 miles. So for the Houston fan, Birmingham to Louisville, it's a much better trek. They're going to put Kansas in the other regional because that goes to Kansas City. The other one's Las Vegas and New York. So, uh, if Houston does indeed get their choice, I could see them picking to, uh, go to Birmingham. All right. Get to the, um, Alabama one hotline and get Cowboy into the show. Good morning, Cowboy. Cowboy. Good morning. 
morning, Coach. Very. Hey, I just drove through Tuscaloosa about seven, and I Livingston. I stopped and got something. Got on with Doug Bell. <laughs> now I'm almost in uh, Meridian, but um, I, I heard that with Jim Nance a little bit yesterday, I, and I think Alabama can still go to Birmingham. Is kind of what he was saying. He said something like, "Alabama, you know, is just right down the road." So does that say can you have two one seeds in that one pod area there, or is that telling you Alabama's going to be two? No, I mean you could. They could conceivably put uh, two one seeds in the pod. Like they right now, they've got um, Texas as the two uh, in Birmingham, but that but they're not. They're in the East bracket, not Alabama's bracket. So I guess they could adjust it like that, but uh, but. Um, I don't know because you you know that, that. I think I think Kel, Coach, you I heard you talking about you played golf with Kelvin. I believe Kelvin's got some players he wants to recruit, and Alabama thinks could work for him that he knows Nate Oates. Well, he's got he's got and, the guy at North and Alabama. He wants to come there and they can see him. Well, you I don't know. Now that factor. I mean, he's trying to get to the closest. Uh, to Houston, and if he were to get out, if he got in the South, Re- if he wanted to be in the South Regional, then that Sweet 16's in Louisville as opposed to, he's not going to get Kansas City because that's where Kansas Houston, will be. Houston, Houston is good, Cowboy, but they they couldn't rebound with Alabama in a month. Uh, they just can't. Uh, Houston's got a good team, but they ain't, in my opinion, they ain't good. I'm not, I'm not saying but they're both good. They're not going to meet up to the Final Four. Well, no, all right, let's go to Let's go to Alabama here. I thought that game and the way Texas A&M plays is kind of a ruse. They're, I mean, all they do is dribble inside and try to get you to foul them or, or the referees at home are going to call fouls. I mean, if Alabama hits five more three-pointers out of yeah. 37, they're only 11 for 37. That's not great. Yeah, but the Cowboy, they, they, they keep you off balance. Yeah. They, they toke and press you. You beat it. They're in a matchup zone. They're in man. They're changing defenses, and they 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 keep you off balance. Uh, so give A and M some credit. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. But Jay Wright kept talking about how Quinterly would dribble down there to the deep to the defense. If he didn't have somebody to throw it back to that was open, then he was in trouble. Well, you got the um, double I thought Jay there. Wright was a good commentator. Jay Wright's excellent. Uh, they need to go ahead and get him. Doing the final four, uh, well, he's not going to be doing. It I know he's four. not, but he needs to be. Uh, and he talks about it. He's right. You get the ball to the center of the floor. That takes away the help, and it's much harder to guard these guys off the dribble when you're playing in the middle of the floor right. as opposed to the side. So, uh, especially a team like Texas A&M. So he made some good points uh, during, during all right, the broadcast. All right, they didn't guard, uh, Alabama didn't guard Texas A&M's free throws very well. No, well, can't do that. <laughs> I guess. Hey, hey, Coach Barry. All right, you get that rebound there with 29 seconds left, down two, you're on the road. Hypothetically, if the guy doesn't throw the ball away, are y'all going to take that down to the last shot, either get a two and tie it, go to overtime, or, or shoot a three to win it and go home, right? If you're down two? Yeah, you know, we got the rebound down yeah, two. Yeah, threw it away. I thought Alabama made a bad coaching error against Auburn. Uh, the score was tied. There was 42 seconds on the clock. NATO's called timeout. 
Now that puts about 28 on the shot clock. Alabama let the clock run all the way down to 25 before they shot and stepped out of bounds. So in essence, you give Auburn the ball to beat you. They can make, and so you should go two for one there. It's 41 seconds. You want to get a shot up with about 37 seconds. So then, then you get the last possession regardless of what Auburn does. I thought they made an error there and they could have cost them that game. You know, Uh, you understand, Cowboy, what two for one is, don't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. I'm a big fan of that. You watch that okay. in the NBA all the time. Too. Well, Alabama didn't yeah. do it in Auburn, and it could have cost them, to be honest with you. So. Oh yeah, I'm always for two for one. If you got the ball with uh, 40 seconds, shoot it, and you get the two for one deal. If they yeah. Get it. yeah, they didn't do yeah, that. They ended up stepping out of bounds, and they gave Auburn literally the last shot to win the game. Yeah. If Auburn makes that shot, the game's over, and you don't get the ball. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I was in, yeah, but that was a critical, I was in Alabama. It was a critical turnover by Sears there. Obviously, he just threw the ball away. But no, if you're down two, you come down and you you try to get as good a shot as you can get when you get a good one. It happens to be a three, great. If it's a two, whatever. I don't think you – I think you did the best shot you can get down there and, and live with the result. So. That's right. You got to take well, the best one. Do you think they're struggling – and they can turn it around, or do you think they're kind of like that Auburn team last year and hit that? We've already hit the peak. I don't think they're struggling that bad. Barry seems to think so, and he he pointed out the four games that you know since since the problem came out. I thought they did struggle against South Carolina, and South Carolina could have and should have beaten them with it if they had done anything at all. With yeah, them. but I I, I I think there's. I just think they're very very good. So I don't know. I don't know. They are but, uh, good, that's for sure. But I, I do you think they need to save their legs for the tournament? Well, you don't want to ever lose, but if they did, do you think that's going to put them at the two line, or the, or they'll stay one line? I think, they you, I think you just play them and substitute the way you think best for that particular game and go to the next one. There you that's go. What I think. Thank, I thank you, Cowboy. Thank you, Cowboy. Right. Safe travels. If he came, came through early this morning, he could see me out in the front yard with, with Sam. Sam? Sam didn't like that when they said Alabama might not be in Birmingham. Sam started barking. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alabama One, www.alabama1.org. Okay. For all their different products and services, these people are the absolute best. So give them a call or swing by one of the local branches. Uh, Alabama One can take care of you. The mortgage, the car loan, the credit card, whatever you need, they are there ready, waiting for you. You listen to Tide 100.9 SC Home of Alabama Sports. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9 It's the Home of Alabama Sports. Listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by Seaspire. Seaspire, Alabama's fastest internet for your business or home. Learn how to add gigabit Seaspire fiber to your roster at cspire.com slash alfiber. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. 
Alabama baseball head coach Brad Bohannon spoke to the media after Alabama swept UIC over the weekend as the Crimson Tide improved to a perfect 12-0 to start the season. Glad to get a win, glad to get a sweep, uh, glad to be 12-0. You know, I, I thought we came out hot and, uh, you know, we got up 7-2 and I just felt like we kind of took our foot off the pedal and maybe thought it was going to be easy. It really didn't like the, the back half of the game except, you know, Braylon and, and Zane Probst were really sharp out of the pen. But, um, you know, we just, we weren't crisp after the, after the fourth inning game some at-bats away, uh, but did enough to win the game. So kind of coming into the, the day that the game plan was to get people on base for Colby Sheldon. And I'll have more in a moment. Hear that? That's C Spire country on a Saturday. And while fans show up for their teams, C Spire business is here to help the stadium's team up their IT game. While the players run ironclad defense, all world-class IT experts do the same with state-of-the-art network security. While the running backs redefine fast, Touchdown! we do too with warp speed connectivity. Discover IT solutions to scale up your business and future-proof operations. Welcome to C Spire country, where blazing fast is how we roll. Visit cspire.com slash business for details. Join us tonight for Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, live at 6 p.m. at Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. We'll be joined at the restaurant by head gymnastics coach Ashley Johnston, as well as men's basketball head coach Nate Oates. Hey Coach is available to listen to across our radio network, streaming live on the Varsity Network app, and also you can watch the video stream on all CTSN social media platforms. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by C Spire. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. 69 southbound, backed up at Union Chapel. 43 southbound, backed up at McFarland. Learning southbound heavy on the bridge into downtown. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather warm and dry today, partly to mostly sunny, the high around 80. For tonight, mostly fair, the low 57. For tomorrow, partially sunny, a chance of widely scattered showers by afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 